Angela, your host. And I just want to come on for a few minutes to offer some encouragement to those of you, to to those of uh, to those parents who have um, who have had the unfortunate task of having to bury their son or daughter. It's never easy. I I don't have to keep saying that over and over again, um, but. For so many, this is your first time. This is your first, um, your first year, your first everything, first birthdays, first holidays, and and it's a tough. It's tough. It's tough. And I just really wanted everyone to know that you are not alone. You are not alone in this. We are. Um, I like to say a chain that wraps around the world. So many times. And so in some ways we are linked together. It's um it's painful. And we we try to find ways to navigate through uh, dealing with it. And there's no right or wrong way to grieve. You can do it unhealthy or you can do it healthy. So I try to encourage people to do it as health in as healthy a way as possible. And even if you do it unhealthy, if you make it through it, so many people I've ta- I've had the task of talking to, some people don't make it back. Some people don't make it out and come back from the grief. They get so um, bogged down in it. And it happens. There's no condemnation to how you grieve. You can only do so much. And you're trying to get through it. You're trying to learn how to get through the day, figure out how to get through the day. I remember waking up. So it's so many mornings or middle of the night. I've woken up uh, trying to understand why I was still still alive. You know, begging God to just take me. And yet I'm still here. You know, and the grief state, the stages of grief, they say, are um, you, there's no order in which you will go through it. Some some things you'll do multiple, multiple times. I, I can't list them off the top of my head, but I'm just saying, you know, you look it up, uh, the stages of grief, and you go through them so many times. But I, I, I really just wanted people to know, all the parents out there, that you're not alone. And if you ever need anyone to talk to, please don't hesitate to inbox me. If you have my number, you need my number, inbox me and I'll get it to you. And, and I'll listen to you. And most people, most of us parents, all we need is a listening ear. That's all we want is a listening ear, someone to just hear us, let us let us rant, let us scream, let us cry, you know. Um, and and after I, I've I've been questioned several times, a lot of times, some things you can't share with everyone. Sometimes you can only share with people who you know for a fact understands what you're dealing with. And all of our grief is unique, and because of that, um, which means how someone else loves their child is um, how they is it's unique so how they do it how they love their child 
is not the same as how I love mine. We just know that we miss our our kids, our sons, our daughters. And even those, and, and I want to bring up the fact that we, we sometimes leave out those parents who miscarry. Miscarriages, if, if you uh, mourn that child, then you're a bereaved parent. You're, you're a grieving parent. So I, I include you as well. Um, and and so many people want to, in, in this community, and I've said this before, this is a community um, that I represent. I'm not the spokesperson. I, this is not, I'm not an expert at this. I'm, I, I learn how to navigate my way through it, just like how everyone else is navigating their way through it. But this community is broken up into several different communities, meaning they can be categorized by how they they died or uh, their ages, different things like that. But we're still a community nonetheless. The community as a whole is where I come in at, is where I, what I represent. To me, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're family. And unfortunately, grief has brought us together. It's nothing that we anyone would wish on our worst enemies. When you have to bury a child, a part of you is buried as well. And you fight. You fight every day to just get through. You, you find yourselves, even after it's been a while, I can recall so often how I can be on my way anywhere and, and the grief will hit you like a sack of bricks and you're trying to figure out where it come from after. But in that moment, you you stop and you just, you're overcome. You're overwhelmed with the grief. And it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. So many times we, we don't, let people know that and I'm here to tell you as a parent as a mother who's had to bury my child that it's okay to not be okay that it's okay to not even have to try to explain it how can you explain it and if you haven't had to uh, do that tell the Lord thank you tell the Lord thank you it's, it's okay um but, but again, there's so many different things that I've gone through and I, I don't mind sharing with anyone. You know, we have a, I have a support group, Strengthening What Remains. And because of COVID, we haven't had an opportunity to meet um, with anyone since, since then. But we're, we're still offering help any kind of way we can. And, and it's not to fix you. We can't fix you. I, I can't fix you. Um, what you see is God um, working through me to, to do this and to do anything, really. You know, we, we um, I'm not here because I want to. I'm here because I have to. And I'm okay with that now. You know, through pain, you find purpose. And I've been doing so many different things. You know, I haven't had the real 
real opportunity to come and get back on my on this particular podcast to um, since December we do our candlelight every year um, but in every year I think the hardest part about doing this is that every year we're adding someone's child's name we're adding names the list grows over you know longer and longer each year and it's hard when someone's child dies, child dies, you feel that. I feel that. If you're a parent who, who's had to do that, you feel that. Uh, and it doesn't matter how they died. It does not matter. And so again, I, ju- I just want to come on and, and offer some words of encouragement. I didn't really have anything prepared uh, to say or to do. I just really wanted people to, those in bereaved parents out there who are especially the newly bereaved uh, to let you know that you are not alone that you are loved you are cared for if you need anyone if you ever need me do not be afraid to reach out to me I am willing more than willing to um, speak with you to listen to you just to listen. And that's all any of us ever really want is to um, be heard and, and to know that it's okay. It can happen uh, in any moment. Grief will hit you the most inopportune time, and but it's okay. You love your child. You miss your child, and it's okay. Like I said before, many of so many people haven't made it, don't make it through. Relationships suffer uh, because of it, and because it's a process. And I think that's the one thing for me that I hated the most is the, the word process. You know, I wanted so bad to be through it, and because I thought it would end. But, but what I really learned was that. Grief, it, it comes in waves. You know, when it first happens, that that the, when it first happens, they come in big waves. They overtake you, and you're gasping for air, and you're trying to breathe, and you're trying to figure things out because you're struggling to understand what has happened. And you you play all these different scenarios and and shoulda coulda wouldas through your head, and Nothing makes it and nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And after a while, you get through, you get to a point where, before I say that, let me, let me say this. I remember saying to a, a good friend of mine, I said, when it was like, we was like three, maybe a month in. And I remember saying, there's no way that in five years, the pain that I feel right now, there's no way in five years it'd be any less. I, re- I remember saying that. And the intensity of it is not like how it was. There are intense moments still that I that I deal with and I continue to grow go through. Each breath I breathe, I still miss my son. And I'm in April, it'll be 11 years, and I still miss him 
as much as I did as if it happened yesterday. But I'm thankful and I'm grateful I had a good support system. Not everyone has that, but I, I, I had a great support system that helped me through. And because of that and because of the things I've dealt with along the way, a lot of the things that I've learned along the way has allowed me and helped me to deal with it a little better and to be able to help others get through the moment in in their times. I don't reach out to people as soon as it happens. I think that's, I just don't do that. I try to give people time because we ask some of the silliest questions and, and, and we mean well. People mean well, but there's some things you just should not ask. Like, how are you doing? Think about that. And so, but we mean well. And so I, I try to give people their time that they need to um, deal with it. Because like I said, the first year, the first couple of years is so, is are the hardest by far the hardest that uh, you could, that they go through. And so, um, and another thing is that you want to be there. If you really want to be there for them, just visit. You don't have to ask them, is there anything that they need? When you go to the store, think about them, just get something. You know, just simple things that that can uh, change and you can do that'll help them through it. But I I also want you to understand that it's a process. It's an ever-growing process through it all. And so we, um, again, I just wanted to come on and and tell you that you guys are loved and you are cared for through um, what you're dealing with. It hurts. It hurts. And no one has to really just say that. Um, It is what it is. Death hurts. And that's for anybody that is dealing with grief at at this moment. We all um, go through it at some point or another. And if you're blessed enough, you won't have to break. I won't say blessed enough. Please let me change that. Um, If you haven't had to bury a child, consider yourself blessed. I say it that way. Because, like I said, I've, I've... spoken with parents who uh, relate marriages didn't make it through and some have been close to losing their minds I almost I remember being close to losing mine uh, having a nervous breakdown and uh, scared I remember being scared and and not and wondering you know, if I was going to make it through. And at some point, that there was some point where I didn't want to make it through. I prayed to God to uh, just take me out of my misery. <laughs> like, I really prayed that prayer. That was my prayer for many times. I, I remember, and, and let me say this. We tell people, 
Don't question God. So I challenge you, who else am I going to talk to? Who else am I going to ask? And he says, ask and, right? Ask, seek, knock. So who am I supposed to talk to? Who am I supposed to ask? Because in that moment, you're, you believe, for most people, most parents, uh, you believe you have a belief in God. And, and you're trying to hold on to what you were brought up on or what you believe or whatever. And it, it's not till later that you realize he was holding on to you. And that's part of my testimony anyway. It's not the, my story won't be your story. My journey is not your journey. But it's certain things that we need to stop saying. We should stop saying to to others that are, are dealing in grief and dealing with their grief. Uh, it hurts. All of those, those this slideshow that's playing now, those parents, by the grace of God, are still here. They're still here and, and they're thriving. They're, they struggle. We all struggle trying to get through each day. You know, and, and get through those times where it seems like everything is hopeless and, and we become helpless or seemingly helpless. But again, in that pain comes purpose. And once you figure it out, what your purpose is, uh, it makes it a little bit better. It helps you to get through each day, each moment. And for those newly bereaved parents, they're trying to get through the moment. And it goes moment to moment, minute to minute, week to week, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And for some, it's harder. For some, it gets easier. Some, but and sometimes it's a mix. You know, you, you're thinking you're okay. I remember, for me, I was thinking I was okay. Oh, yeah, the this, it was part of the plan. I told myself whatever I need to tell myself in that moment. But I, I, I in that moment, I, I believed it. I'm not saying I was lying to myself. I'm, in those moments, I really did believe it. And... 20, 30 minutes later, I was probably a complete wreck. A complete wreck. And and you fight. You fight and you struggle. You go through. And you deal with it. So, again, to the newly bereaved, to all of those of us who are, who have been in this fight, in this struggle for a little while now, you are not alone. You are cared for. You are loved. And if you ever, ever need, ever need someone to just listen, and uh, I, you can reach out to me. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Like I said, this wasn't scripted. This is just something that I want to do. Uh, like I said, I list grows, unfortunately, longer and longer every year. Every year we're we're adding names, unfortunately, to a list. And 
there's not a lot anyone can do. And that's something else we have to, as bereaved parents, you know, you have to kind of control that anger because no one around you really understands. So you're you're mad and you're angry. And it's okay. Again, it's okay to not be okay. I just wanted you to know that I'm thinking of you. I pray for each of you continuously as well as myself. I deal with it. I still deal with it. Uh, it, It's nothing that you get over. And I think a lot of times we we fool ourselves because we don't want to keep crying. We don't want to be, we don't want people to constantly walk on eggshells around us. And sometimes we just want you to say their names. Talk to us about them. Tell us your memory. Tell us your thoughts. So that we know that we aren't by ourselves. Because all we have left are the memories. And no matter how strong we may seem to you on the the facades or the masks that we wear outside of the, uh, outside to you, inside we're broken. We are broken. But some of the most amazing testimonies come forth during during that during our journeys. And I'm a strong advocate for uh, bereaved parents. I'm also a strong advocate for the siblings of um, those who are who have had to uh, bear their brother or sister. I have a I, I co uh, have a support group for children called Solid Impact. Myself and Miss Alana Hinton, we formed that support group late last year because so often our children, the siblings that are left behind, and the friends are we we feel like because they're young for the younger. Uh, kids and teens, we we feel like they'll bounce back, and a lot of times they don't. They they are suffering in silence, and that lead that can lead to other things. So we wanted um, to provide for them a place for them to feel comfortable and to be able to reach out and know that someone cares and and loves them and supports them through their grief. So we have to be honest about that. So. Solid Impact, that's the name of it. And my support group for parents is um, Strengthening What Remains. And I have this podcast, Life After Child Loss of Parents Grief. You can find it on any, on all listening platforms, Apple, Pandora, iHeartRadio. And now we're going live, so we'll be on YouTube soon. But I just wanted to, again, come on and and just offer you some encouragement and know that you are loved, you are thought about, you are cared for, and you are prayed for. So until the next time, know that Angela is here. And if you need me, please don't hesitate to reach out. Talk to you soon.